We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Once Christmas is over, New Year's resolutions can be top of mind for all of us. But do they work and are they even good for us? Can they set us up for failure and are they dangerous? Research shows about 50% of us set New Year's resolutions, but less than 10% of us manage to keep them for longer than a few months. What is going on here and is there a better way? Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I am so pleased you're here. Today is part two in our series on Setting Intentions 2021. To listen to part one, you can visit episode 38 of this podcast. But today is all about New Year's resolutions and my view that they are dangerous. I know that's a big call, but I think when they are set in the traditional way, New Year's resolutions are really not good for us. So today I'm declaring a revolution on resolutions. There has to be a better way if so few of us are able to keep them. But before I share with you my revolutionary ideas on New Year's resolutions, let me share with you five reasons in terms of why I think New Year's resolutions as they are traditionally set are dangerous. Reason number one we can just set too many New Year's resolutions. Research shows that we often will set resolutions across too many areas of our lives and we don't have the physical, emotional or spiritual energy to make them happen. So if we've got too many resolutions or goals, this can become really, really overwhelming. And when we feel overwhelmed, we can tend not to take any action at all. And I know that is exactly what happens for me. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just get stuck. So the next thing we know, if we are relying on you know, action to make our resolutions happen, which we often are, if we're feeling overwhelmed, the resolution can fall on its head and we're back where we started. The second reason that I think that New Year's resolutions can be dangerous is that when we don't achieve our resolutions, we can start to beat ourselves up. The inner critic can really step in and this can have a very, create a very negative thought process inside of ourselves and a very negative cycle. You know, I, I'm not sure about you, but I know I've said to myself, well, if I didn't achieve that resolution last year, why should I try again this year? It becomes a really vicious cycle that can set us up for failure rather than success. So I do think that these first couple of reasons are good reasons as to why New Year's resolutions don't work. But I think that there are three that are even more important. So the third reason that I think that New Year's resolutions can be dangerous is that they are based on the platform of belief that we need fixing. We think we need fixing. 
This is just a big one related to the fundamental belief in our society that we must always be improving ourselves in some way, that where we are right now is not good enough, that we are fundamentally flawed and we must aim to be perfect at all, at all times. All of this comes from a really fear-based model of life when we're living in that fearful space. And to be frank, it is actually really bad for our mental health. So I've got a question for you. What if right now you could see yourself perfect just as you are? I know that could be a big question for me to be asking you and I know when I was first asked that question it was huge for me. But let me tell you that you are and it is a place that you can get to. So what if you could accept yourself exactly as you are right now? What sort of base would that be to work from in 2021? What if you were coming from that place of, I'm already doing really, really well. What could I expand into? What else could happen in my life in 2021? What other exciting things could happen? Can you hear the positive frame of all of those questions compared to, oh, I'm not good enough. I need to fix this. You know, X, Y, Z person thinks that I'm not, you know, these things are not right in my life. I don't think these think these things are right in my life. What if you were coming from a really positive platform? And to do that, what we need to do is we need to actually look at what we've done well and think about how we can build upon that. It's a completely different way of approaching resolutions, but one that I use, and I need to tell you, it is amazing. So that idea that we think we need fixing, let's just throw that one out the window. Let's come from this place of acceptance of who we are right now and use that as our basis. The fourth reason that I think New Year's, resolution, New Year's resolutions are dangerous is when they are not connected to what we truly want. New Year's resolutions that aren't connected to our innermost desires and what we want in our heart of hearts are really dangerous. Why is that? Because they keep us on the hamster wheel of our lives. They keep us stuck in the patterns of the old and they keep us focused on perhaps things that are more externally focused, the external material things in our world versus what we really want in our heart of hearts. So traditionally, we could have set resolutions for things that we think will make us happy. For example, when I get that new job or when I buy that house or car. But I've got a question to ask you and it's a really serious one. How many times in your life have you achieved those things, you know, the new job, the new house, the new car, the new partner, but what has happened? Has your old energy and vibration actually followed you and you still haven't been happy? What can happen here is we can find ourselves back on the same old hamster wheel of life. Maybe the hamster wheel has a different color, but it's still the same old hamster wheel all the same. And all of those old feelings of angst or worry or fear or tiredness are still there. I've heard this a lot of times from my clients and what we're talking about here is we're talking about the fact that we're, we've, we've set a resolution, we've set a goal to get something on the outside that we think will make us feel better. But when we get that thing, we're still not feeling great on the inside. Another common trap in this space is to set a resolution to meet someone else's expectations rather than our own. And I just need to say, as I'm recording this, I've got some beautiful Australian kookaburras calling outside of my window. So if you can hear that, that's an Australian kookaburra calling. I'm recording in the early morning here, so they're waking up and enjoying the day. 
So let me get back to the podcast. So as I said, another common trap in this space is to set a resolution to meet someone else's expectations rather than our own. Have you ever found yourself setting a goal or a resolution to please maybe your partner, your children or your parents or a friend? I know I have certainly done this and when I've done that, the goal has been somewhat empty. So we need to be really, really careful that when we are setting a goal, when we're setting a resolution, that we're doing it because it's coming from something that we want inside of our hearts rather than something that we think will please someone else in our lives. A final trap in this space is when we set goals that are externally motivated rather than internally motivated. So an example of that could be a resolution that I want to get fit to lose weight so I can look good for people on the outside versus uh, a goal to get fit to feel strong enough to be a yoga teacher. And that's what I did during the year this year. I've, I really am clear on this. I've ne never made a resolution to get fit to look good, but this year I did make a resolution to get fitter and stronger to do my yoga teacher training, and it really worked. So the idea here is, is that really digging inside to that why. Why am I setting this goal? What is it that's most important for me? And what difference will it truly make in my life? Will it help me actually then achieve something else in my life? The fifth reason that New Year's resolutions, I feel, can be dangerous is that they can become so tightly focused on a particular thing that we can miss all of the inspired opportunities and ideas that could be coming our way. This really gets back to the idea that as human beings, we are living in a quantum soup of potentiality. There are literally thousands of potential options and opportunities coming our way every single moment, every single day. Whether we take them or not is based on our beliefs about ourselves. Do we, do we believe that we're open, can be open to these ideas or do we have limiting beliefs about ourselves that we perhaps don't deserve things? Um, and whether we take them or not is based on what we are literally thinking about and focused on in the moment. So when, when it comes to setting a resolution, when we get too tightly focused on something, we can miss all of the ideas or the little inspirations that can be coming our way that can support us to actually achieve that goal. So if those are my five reasons in terms of why New Year's resolutions are dangerous, what do we do about all of this? What is my revolution of the resolutions? Well, I've wanted to share with you today my special process that I now do every year and this has made all the difference to my year ahead. I call it my New Year Revolution process. So this process is all about going inward. It's about carving out some time and asking yourself some particular questions and really incubating on those questions for a couple of days before you even get to the point of setting your, your resolutions or your revolutions. So I wanted to really share this process with you and I wanted to make it available to you very easily. So all you need to do to get access to the questions that I ask myself is you can just visit jenramsey.com forward slash revolution and you'll get access to my New Year Revolution Worksheet, which is really geared to help you do a review that will revolutionize your approach to your New Year's resolutions. So once you get that worksheet from me, just create a quiet space in your in your calendar for an hour. And I find this process is best to do best done between Christmas and New Year. I love that time between Christmas and New Year. Things are quieter. I can generally find some really nice time for myself and I can just create 
really nice space. So what I do is I light a candle, I create a quiet space, I grab a nice cup of tea and I just spend some time journaling my responses. So, and, and then what I do is I come back to it over a couple of days. And what I find is when I'm coming back to it over those couple of days, it really does help open up new ideas and new thoughts and new inspirations. So what, what is different about my review process? Well, it's a little bit like changing the lens of your camera. This year, if you use my process, you'll be changing the lens of your review. Instead of focusing on what didn't work in the last year, you'll be focusing on what worked well in 2020. I, the reason for this is that it is so easy to focus on the negative because that's what our brains are wired up for us to do. So I'm really taking into account the brain science here. So the idea here is, is that you take some time to focus on what went well and you take some time to understand what you truly want. So what I'll be doing in this process is I'll be showing you how to set intentions rather than goals. And I'll also be explaining why your frequency is so important. So I'm going to be speaking to you more about this in next week's episode. So tune in for that. But today's episode really is focused on the review piece. So in terms of getting a, taking advantage of that worksheet, all you need to do is to visit jenramsey.com forward slash revolution. So as ever on Your Freedom Unlimited, it is now time for me to hand this over to you. I'd love you to take advantage of my special review revolution process. It really is a lot of fun and it is so special just to take a couple of hours out for yourself over a couple of days between the Christmas and New Year period. It's a beautiful time of reflection. It is before we start a fresh new year and it really does give you, if you create this space for yourself, it really allows you to become more intentional. And as you know, when we're setting intentions, when we're intentional about things, all sorts of wonderful things can happen. So I'd like to say thank you so much for spending your time with me today and also for spending your time with me this year. This will be the last episode of 2020 and I'm really grateful for you and for your energy and I'm grateful to if you've shared this with anybody or given given the podcast a review. Every single Every single review, every single share makes a difference and I'm hearing wonderful stories every week. So every week in terms of how the podcast is making a difference somewhere. So I'd like to say thank you once again for spending your time with me and I'm sending you lots of love for a wonderful 2021 and I look forward to speaking to you then. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.